Chapter one hundred and twenty five of The Holiest of All by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Chapter one hundred and twenty five. Let us go forth without the camp. Hebrews chapter thirteen, verses nine to fourteen. Be not carried away by diverse and strange teachings, for it is good that the heart be established by grace, not by meats wherein they that occupied themselves were not profited we have an altar whereof they have no right to eat which serve the tabernacle for the bodies of those beasts whose body is brought into the holy place by the high priest as an offering for sin are burned without the camp wherefore jesus also that he might sanctify the people through his own blood suffered without the gate let us therefore go forth unto him without the camp bearing his reproach for we have not here an abiding city but we seek after the city which is to come among the hebrew christians many still clung to the temple and its ritual and there were among them teachers who inculcated obedience to the laws in regard to food and to eating of the sacrifices as necessary the writer warns against these strange teachings for it is good that the heart be established by grace not by meats no outward observances can sustain the inner life it is by grace alone grace that comes from the throne of grace that the heart must be established let us have grace we read whereby we may offer service well pleasing to god all that christ has and gives and works in us by the holy spirit this is the grace by which the heart can be confirmed and kept from falling the hebrew christian might not think of returning to fellowship with the old sacrifices we have an altar whereof they have no right to eat which serve the tabernacle our altar is the cross the levitical priesthood does not share in what it gives the old and the new worship are utterly different the old priesthood has no part in the sacrifice of the cross the new worship no part in the old sacrifices what is more even the sin offering of which the blood was brought into the holy place by the high priest was not eaten but burnt without the camp it is not a question of eating but of understanding what it means the burning of the body without the camp this we shall see in jesus the sin offering if you understand it aright leads you to separation and rejection wherefore jesus that he might sanctify the people through his own blood suffered without the gate he was cast out of the city as one who was indeed made sin for us let us therefore go forth unto him without the camp bearing his reproach we now belong to jesus and fear not the rejection of those who rejected him for we have not here an abiding city but we seek after the city which is to come without the camp this expression which occurs three times gives us the chief thought we are ever inclined to seek our religion and its enjoyment in something external and it is only to be found in fellowship with jesus his death is not only an atonement for our sins it is that praise god but only as an entrance into what is a great deal more and better it is the way and the power a living way of fellowship with him so that like him we come to god in the path of self-sacrifice and separation from the world and death to sin his death and life work in us as the power that makes us ready and able even like him to go without the gate to be crucified to the world bearing his reproach 
to understand this aright let us look at the two distinguishing features of the sin offering on the day of atonement the blood was brought into the holy place the body was burnt outside the camp even so christ's blood was brought into heaven and is the power of our entrance and our abode there and the call comes let us draw nigh let us enter but christ's body was brought without the camp the sign that that is our place too heaven has received him and us in him we belong there the world has cast him without the camp and us with him we belong there in heaven we share his honour on earth his reproach let us therefore go forth unto him without the camp bearing his reproach the camp was not rome with its heathenism but jerusalem with its religion and its revelation from god there jesus was rejected of the jews because he condemned their self-righteousness and formality it is not the irreligious but the religious world from which we must go out that is from everything that is not in harmony with his cross and its spirit of self-sacrifice let us go forth not from one religious connection to another which in time proves to have as much of the spirit of the camp no let us go forth unto him to closer fellowship to more entire conformity to him the cross-bearer to his meek and patient and loving spirit let us not cast our reproach on those we leave behind but let us bear his reproach let us go forth in the summing up of the epistle chapter ten it was let us draw nigh let us enter in here it is let us go forth the two words gather up all the teaching of the epistle all the need of the christian life there are two places appointed for the believer in the power of christ's redemption within the veil to worship without the gate to witness in both places he can count upon christ to keep him the deeper he enters into the spirit of the one the more will he realize of the other the deeper he enters within the veil the more will he feel withdrawn from the spirit of the camp and the party and the more he goes forth unto him bearing his reproach the more will he find access through him to enter in into his glory in both places the boldness of which the epistle has spoken so much will be found the boldness in god's presence to claim christ and be one with him the boldness in the presence of the world to witness for christ as one with him let us therefore go forth unto him separated from the world separated unto god the negative and the positive side of the christian life inseparably and most blessedly joined to each other if we die with him we shall also live with him there is perhaps no greater need in our day than that god should open the eyes of his people to the solemn truth that the so-called christian world is the very same world that rejected christ we are to bear to it the same relation he did christ the rejected one christ the glorified one the disciples were not fit to testify of him till the holy spirit from heaven had revealed him in their hearts much less can we who have never seen him know him in truth and power without the holy spirit in the same pentecostal fullness of life revealing him within us end of chapter one hundred and twenty five